Good morning and uh, welcome to our New Year's Day service here at New Beginnings Uniting Church. Today it is going to be a different service. We're going to be taking on board a very ancient form of prayer today, a prayer in reflection. We're going to reflect on a few Bible passages and we're going to reflect on four different aspects of our life over the past year through 2022. We're going to reflect on God's presence that has been with us in 2022. We're going to give thanks for God's presence and God's sustaining grace within our life. We're going to reflect on the events that have taken place in our life and in the world last year. And we're going to reflect on a particular experience of our encounter with God. In doing this ancient form of Christian prayer, it's actually known as examine. It's an ancient method of prayer that uh, was, was made popular in the 16th century. So that is the 1500s. So we've moved a couple of years ahead of this. But by Ignatia of Loy, um, Loyola, um, it, it's sometimes called an examination of your conscience. But it's a really interesting form of prayer that helps you examine, and it's, it's, it's actually meant as a daily prayer for you, uh, a daily prayer that you do in the evening after your activities of the day. And you go through these four forms of you replay the events within what has happened in that day and you take note of what has made you happy, what made you sad or anxious, um, what made you angry, and anything that brought up some emotions, you replay that in your head. And then you rejoice that God has actually been there in the good things and in the not-so-obvious things within your life. You look for where God has been present, such as a random act of kindness, a meal, a time with friends, family, kindness. And you spend some time in gratitude. You give thanks. And then thirdly, so we'll, we'll put up these things. We've got replay, rejoice, repent. We say sorry to God for the moments that come to our mind over the, the day. In our, in our case, it'll be over the last year where you've acted less than Christ-like. And then finally, you go to the reboot section. In other words, you make a conscious decision that you are going to live for Jesus the next day, to ask for God's presence in your life to be made more clearly and for you to follow more thoroughly within your life. So as we enter into prayer today, I've got for those people who are in the building and those who are online will get the readings that come up, but I encourage you to get a piece of paper out um, in the building, you've got a piece of paper that actually has each of our opening um, Bible passages, the passage that we're going to reflect upon, and a space for you to jot some notes if you want to do that. Now, you may not feel as comfortable doing it right now as you go through, but it, it will help you if you jot this down. But if you want to take the time and do it after the service as well, you're most welcome to as well. But the first phrase that we want to, and point that we want to be a part of today, 
is actually sitting in God's presence, of understanding that God's presence has been with us throughout last year and will continue to be through with us throughout this year. So let us open our hearts, our ears, our minds to God's word as we recount the year that has passed. Let us rejoice that God is with us always. Just as the psalmist rejoiced in Psalm 16, verse 11, which says, You will show me the way of life. Grant me the joy of your presence and the pleasure of living with you forever. So as we hear each of the passages from the Bible, we are going to take little moments just to pause and let those words sink into us. And then I'll give you a little reflection and we'll move on. For this part of the reflection, for the year that has passed, I want you to listen to the words of King David as he wrote them in Psalm 139, as he reflects upon God's presence in his life. So as these words are read, as we become a part of what King David is saying in Psalm 139, let God reflect in your life what has happened. Find the times when God has been present in your life over the past year. So let us hear from Psalm 139. I can never escape from your spirit. I can never get away from your presence. For I go up, if I go up to heaven, you are there. If I go down to the grave, you are there. If I ride the wings of the morning, if I dwell by the farthest ocean, even there your hand will guide me and your strength will support me. I could ask the darkness to hide me and the light around me to become night. But even in the darkness, I cannot hide from you. To you, the night shines as bright as day. Darkness and light are the same. So what are the memorable moments for you last year? Take this time to sit and reflect on what has happened, where God may have been a part of your life. What have been the highlights? Jot it down. Where was there encouragement for you? Where were the challenges? as you let the words of Psalm 139 flow over you, remember that you can never escape from God. God's presence is with us always, even in the darkest of our places. God is there with you. Even in the highest of highs when we are on fire and things are going well, 
God is there with you. We remember that God's presence has been with us in all of these times. So let us take a moment with what we have written, what we've played in our mind, the moments that have happened. Let us give thanks to God, God's presence in all of those times throughout last year. So let's just pray. Lord, we, we come to you today remembering what has happened throughout 2022. The things that we remember that are highlights, the things that we remember that are difficult, encouragements. What are the challenges? Help us, Lord. Help us to see that you are there with us in these times. Help us to see that we do not have to be afraid because you are with us. Help us not to be discouraged for you are with us. Strengthen us, O oh Lord, and help us. I will hold you up with a victorious hand, says the Lord. So let us just reflect upon the words of Isaiah that says, do not be afraid, for I am with you. Do not be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. So as we become aware of God's presence throughout the year of what has happened, we give thanks. Just as the psalmist did in Psalm 9, which says, I will praise you, Lord, with all of my heart. I will tell you of all the marvellous things that you have done. I will be filled with joy because of you. I will sing praises to your name, O Most High. Giving thanks may not always be second nature for us. I mean, if we go online to the news, to the world around us, we often see negativity and criticism. And we find it difficult to give thanks in the face of all this negativity in the world. I think the world has become more suspicious, more intolerant, more unwilling to give thanks. And so today, Lord, be with us so that we can give thanks to you in all our situations. So today, as we move into our next se section of giving thanks, help us to hear the words that come from Psalm 105. Words that speak of thanks. Words that proclaim the greatness of God. And as we hear these words, I want you to think of times when you could offer thanks 
when you could proclaim God's greatness in the life that has been in 2022? Psalm 105 verses 1 to 5 says, Give thanks to the Lord and proclaim his greatness. Let the whole world know what he has done. Oh, sing to him. Yes, sing his praises. Tell everyone about his wonderful deeds. Exult in his name. Rejoice, you who worship the Lord. Search for the Lord and for his strength. Continually seek him. Remember the wonders he has performed, his miracles and the rulings he has given. See, Psalm 105 helps us take on board that second stage of this ancient prayer of examine. It helps us take on board that that willingness to cultivate an attitude of giving thanks in all situations. So as we reflect upon the year that has been and we think about the year that is coming, what are you thankful in the year that has passed? Who are you thankful in the year that has passed? I encourage you to write them down. Be specific. Let them be part of what you write so you can reflect and give thanks for those moments. And as you write them down, I want to encourage you to pray yourself this simple prayer for the things that you have written, the things that have come to mind over the last year, Pray for yourself and say, thank you, God, for whatever you've written. So give yourself some time to reflect and give thanks. Gratitude arises out of the acceptance that all of life, all of life comes from grace, an undeserved, unearned gift of grace that that flows from the hand of God. See, as followers, as disciples of Jesus Christ, we come with a grateful heart. That is part of what we cultivate as we follow Jesus. Our level of gratitude grows as we see more and more of what God is doing in our lives and in the world around us. Of realising in the simple moments that God is there, in the difficult, complex situations God is there, of the kind, loving word that comes from somebody that God is there. May we be grateful in all aspects of our lives. 
just as the Thessalonians were encouraged to be thankful in all their circumstances. As we're reminded in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18, and it says, be thankful. Be thankful in all circumstances. This is a hard word for us. This is a hard encouragement. It is something that we need to grow into and let it be a part of it. How do we be thankful in all circumstances? For this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. As we are disciples, as we continue to follow Jesus, let our hearts not become hard and bitter and find fault and problem, but let us find places and moments where we can give thanks, no matter the world, no matter the circumstances. Let us give thanks. And as we move on to our next section of reflecting, reflecting on our year that has been, the prayer of examine helps us in this moment. Let us not let go of what we are grateful for, what we are thankful for, but help us to call upon God for his compassion for us today. Just as the psalmist did in Psalm 86, where it says, Listen closely to my prayer, O Lord. Hear my urgent cry. I will call you whenever I am in trouble, and you will answer me. May we indeed call to you today, tomorrow, whenever we're in need, whenever we're in trouble, and Lord, answer us. See, for so many people, last year has been a hard time, full of ups and full of downs, of different emotions, of different situations, of things that have been wonderful and things that have been difficult, of hardship and of joy. As we reflect upon last year, we recall all of these things. So let the reading from Ecclesiastes be a trigger of memories of all the different events that have taken place in our life and in the world last year. For Ecclesiastes gives us an insight into the fact that there is a time for everything. There is a time and we need to realise that that may be the case for us last year or it may be a trigger for us this year. So let these words fill us so that we may reflect upon our year and understand what God has been doing. And as I read this, what I want you to do is let the words trigger for you what has happened. Let the words remind you of what has gone by, the emotions that have been there. Ecclesiastes chapter 3, verses 1 through to 8 says, For everything there is a season, a time for everything, for every activity under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to harvest, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to tear down and a time to build up, a time to cry and a time to laugh, a time to grieve and a time to dance 
a time to scatter stones and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to turn away, a time to search and a time to quit searching, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to mend, a time to be quiet and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. These words remind us that there is a time and a place where everything happens. So what activities did they trigger from last year? What relationships did they trigger? What conversations did they trigger in your life? What emotions were carried last year? Listen carefully to what God wants to say to you today about the situation or about a relationship, about your thoughts or your feelings. If there is a word that keeps on coming up, keeps on coming in front of you, write it down. So as we have these words in front of us, as we have these situations, these people, these things that we have written, that we have remembered, that have been part of our life, that have built up and welled up emotion in us, let us pray. Lord, remind me that there is a season for everything. Lord, remind me that life has many different situations and not all of them are pleasant. Lord, help me to accept the times when others have hurt me or failed me. Lord, forgive me any times when I have hurt or failed somebody else. Lord, help me to see beyond myself, my needs, Help me to see with your eyes that are full of compassion, compassion for the lost, compassion for the hurting, compassion for the wounded and for those grieving. Lord, help me to give thanks for all of the good that has happened in my life. Remind me, Lord, when I am feeling down, alone, or sad or lost, that you are with me. Remind me, Lord, that you are with us in the hard times and in the good times. Remind us, just as the psalmist says in Psalm 34, that the Lord is close to the brokenhearted. He rescues those whose spirits are crushed. So as we have been flowing through our prayer of examine, reflecting upon words from the Bible and our life of last year, 
we move into the final moment where we take on board what we have realised, the presence of God, where we have rejoiced and given thanks, showed gratitude, where we've seen what our life has been like and we've asked for forgiveness, for we've repented. And so we now come to a time where we want to encounter God and let God's encounter in our life challenge us to live more Christ-like. We're reminded that we can be rejoicing in all things and all times. So we do rejoice and we are strengthened as we hear the words from Psalm 23, which is often said it's at the most sad times. But it's a place where we're reminded that no matter what, we can rejoice and know that God is with us. Psalm 23, verse 2 to 4 says, He lets me rest in green meadows. He leads me beside peaceful streams. He renews my strength. He guides me along right paths. Bring honour to his name. Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid, for you are close beside me. Your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. So within our final reflection, I want you to reflect on a time when you have felt very close to God, when God has spoken to you, your encounter with Jesus. See, our encounters with Jesus shape our lives. It may be a quiet moment. It may be being in a conversation. It may be in a situation. It may be standing with arms raised in worship. But it may have been in the valley of the shadow of death. It may have been in a difficult moment. Our encounters that lift us and shape us for the year ahead. As I share with you the last of our readings from the Bible that will help us reflect upon our life, I want us to hear the words from John's Gospel. When Peter encounters Jesus after the resurrection, let these words help us recount the times when we've encountered Jesus, but help us recount the times when Jesus wants us to change and do something different. This encounter happens when Peter is sitting around the fire and Jesus asks him this question. And it reminds Peter of the same time he was with firelight raging and he denies Jesus three times. And so it says in John 21, verses 15 to 17, and it says, After breakfast, Jesus asked Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord, Peter replied, you know I love you. Then feed my lambs, Jesus told him. Jesus repeated the question, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Yes, Lord, Peter said, you know I love you. Then take care of my sheep, Jesus said. A third time he asked, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was hurt that 
Jesus asked the question a third time. He said, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said, then feed my sheep. This encounter with Jesus, Peter's encounter with Jesus at the fire, that reminds him of the moment he denied and Jesus is saying, do you actually love me? Do you not deny me, but do you love me? This changed his life. This reshaped his whole life and ministry of what he was to do. This next stage of this ancient form of prayer and reflection of examine involves asking the Holy Spirit to bring an experience or an encounter to mind. And as that experience and encounter is brought to mind, we ask ourselves, God, what do you want me to know from this? What are you saying to me? And then as we ask that question, we need to ask, what am I going to do about it? What am I going to do? What, how am I going to live? What am I going to change? So as you think back over last year, I encourage you to remember a particular experience, a particular encounter. Remember the details, the feelings that you had. And now ask God to talk to you about that experience. Let prayer arise from inside of you. Let the Holy Spirit be upon you so that you can hear God speak to you once again. Make a note. Only has to be a word. It only has to be something that is a trigger to jot down and remind you of what this experience is. Or if you want to take a bit further, write down your feelings, your thoughts, the words that come up. Now, have you got a feeling of what God wants you to do within the year ahead? Where God wants to take you this year going? Put that on paper so that you may come to that. So let us pray. Oh Lord Jesus, I love you. I give myself to you. You, you love me, I know that. Even though I don't deserve it, even though the things that I've done and the mistakes I've made after, over last year, your grace is there upon me. I know that you love me just as I am. My oh Lord, help me to live each day, each day to the fullest, being true to what you are talking to me about, being true to follow you in every way. Jesus, help me to give myself to others, to be kind to everyone I meet, a Holy Spirit, help me to love the lost. Help me to proclaim Jesus Christ's love to all as I encounter them in the words that I say, in the actions that I do. May Christ's love shine through me.
Oh, Lord, help me to become more like you each and every day. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. And I have one final promise for you from Romans 8. A promise that I leave with you today as you go out into the world knowing that as we look back on our life, God has been there. No matter what has happened, God is there. And God will be there in the future and will be guiding and leading you. And may we become more like Jesus each and every day. So Romans 8, verse 28 says this. And we know that all things, for all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. So as Jesus asked Peter, Simon Peter, do you love me? This question rings true for us today. Do you love your Lord with all your heart, with all your soul and all your mind? Do you love him? Amen.